G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL super coach. That's right, it is a new era for fantasy basketball for the NBL and it's a new era for the basketball blokes, having covered the NBL fantasy game for the prior five seasons and having a little bit of success along the way, mind you. Personally, I finished highest of the group last season, making me the reigning top bloke with a 14th place finished. And although I was first for a lot of that season, Benny, my highest finish was eighth the year prior. Hold my beer, fellas. I've had a couple of top ten finishes, remember? So uh, I'm definitely not claiming the title of ordinary bloke. Yeah, look, I'm not too sure how I claim top bloke status there, given I've got the worst ranking out of the lot of us. But it's probably a good time for me to tell you that we are brought to you today by our Patreon supporters. Yes, and you can head to patreon.com slash basketballblokes if you want access to Banksy's captains from round three onwards. Not just the most loved Banksy's captains, we also send advanced stats in a weekly email throughout the year. But what you need to do is sign up now so you get access to our Patreon leagues and the preseason cheat sheet. We put copies of the old cheat sheets on the website, which is basketballblokes.com where we also have our live scoring and our Discord live game chat. That's it, Benny. And you can sign up to the Discord group by becoming a patron where you can complain to us about how you can't follow along because we have too many player nicknames. And if you'd like to provide such feedback at a discount, you can sign up for our 12% big banger of a discount for subscribing annually. Everyone knows who Banger is, right? Yeah, I think so. Thanks for your support. Let's get to the pod. All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three books setting out to make Super Coach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the source? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double double party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell? Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips, like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick, or at least very soon? We think it's Taron Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive, Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some wily veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel, couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL super coach. And Benny, we're on the number two podcast. That's right. Uh, this is uh, part two of our super coaching clinics. Uh, previously, we've just finished recording our fantasy fundamentals where we only mm-hmm. called it fantasy 87 times and not super coach, but that's okay, guys. <laughs> We're getting there. This is, of course, super coach. So what these podcasts are, the next few, are specific to our loyal AFL fantasy listeners who really want to know what has changed from our old format to the new and uh, we've also re-released the schedule pod as well. So, um, Super Coaching Series, why not have a message from the Super Coach? Not Brian Gorgian, Ted Lasso. We need to change. And look, I know change can be scary, 
One minute, you're playing freeze tag out there at recess with all your buddies. Next thing you know, you're getting zits, your voice gets low. And every time your art teacher, Miss Scanlon, leans over your desk to check and see how your project's going, you feel all squiggly inside. <laughs> mm. She was a striking woman. Not classically beautiful, but striking. First time I ever saw tan lines. Most of the time, change is a good thing. I think that's what it's all about. Embracing change. Being brave. Doing whatever you have to so that everyone in your life can move forward theirs. And that's it, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> this first one is going to be about the th- the, one of the bigger changes, which is the mm. new positioning. Banksy, let's move on to it. Listening to that, Benny, I feel that squiggly is an underused word in my vocabulary okay <laughs> i will endeavor to use that more as our podcast Look, I, tan lines is probably one of my under yeah. i'm feeling very squiggly about these new positions so banksy <laughs> so what we have done if you played last season is we have moved from the structure of pg sg sf pf and c to a simplified version being mm-hmm, guards mm-hmm. forwards and centers many mm-hmm. this was one of the first things that was suggested to us so mm-hmm. we've been lucky enough to be involved throughout this process and as soon as this came through we were very very happy with this change but yeah um, what are some of the benefits of it i mean it opens up it opens up the possibilities benny it's just huge uh no obviously last <laughs> the last couple of seasons we've been bogged down at times uh with the uh stringent positioning of some players uh there's been shortages of different positions in what in whatever season some you know, you, a couple of seasons you look back and there was there was a not a lot of depth in the sg positions you had cotton mm-hmm. and then there was a big gap into the next player so there wasn't you know everyone kind of had cotton there was no sort of mixing around yep following seasons the last probably two seasons we've had probably a little bit of a, a not a lot of depth at small forward you've had that you've probably had one or two premium guys and then sort of not a lot uh from there so this opens up completely uh on that so you can go instead of having an sg at all you could just run with two point guards in the old position mm-hmm. way or you can run with two power forwards in the old position way or what have you it just opens up more possibilities so what you're saying is if i'm really Trying to pick down, pick mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. you know, say a Gary Brown or a yep. Jalen Adams. I can have yep. both. You can have both. Why don't we have both? We don't have to worry about. I mean, there's been previous seasons where at the start of the year we love, let's say, three point guards, mm-hmm. three new import point guards because the import point guards are very important in the NBL game uh, and in NBL will super coach they will be. Um, and you know, there was times where we loved three of them, but we couldn't fit three of them on our side because you only mm-hmm. had one bench spot and one and one starter position for a point guard. So now you've got four guard spots. You could have four point guards in theory if you wanted to. Um, you know, so you could just go all in on those in point point guards and then fill out the rest of your positions if you wanted to. And in positionless basketball, this is a much better realistic format. I mean, how many yeah. Bryce Cotton SG only? Who handled the ball and was the playmaker for Perth Wildcats? For the majority of last season, it was Bryce Cotton. So That's it. Just guard only. I like yep. that. we still got dual positioning, which is great. Mm-hmm. What, so we're going to get a wider variety of teams? That's what I was just about to say. One of the good things about that is there's going to be a wider variety of teams, to quote Benny. Um, there's going to be there's just going to be more uh, differential, let's say, in between teams. So... Um, I think it um, is quite good because I think even especially down the stretch, you probably had some teams who were very similar. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, I think that's uh, – uh, having said it three seconds before, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously – we follow the schedule and stuff like that. We talk about what impact this has on trading, right? Yep. So you're going to be able to now pair Jalen Adams mm-hmm. with Bryce Cotton. That was the old mm-hmm. PGSG thing that you mentioned. But what it does in big-time variants is someone like Taj McCall, who, would, who is a guard forward, legitimately, he can now pair with Keanu Pinder, who's going mm-hmm. to be a centre-forward – in NBL Supercoach. So these, having that broad forward means you can stretch positioning. It's going to be, I think, very easy. To, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you've got unlimited cash, because all those names are going to be some very highly uh, priced players, I would think, in the game. So if you've got an unlimited amount of cash, you could probably have all those guys. But yeah, that's a decision that makes it easier now that you've got more flexibility for sure. And on top of that, Benny, what I like is it's more realistic this season with those three positionings like you know you realistically you don't want source williams available in the same position as a creek or mccall because they're completely different players so i do like that this season you know you alan williams um your marcus lees those sorts of players even banger i think bangers was available as a as a forward last season or a power forward so this season they will be straight centers that's one of the things you'll probably notice as you log in um, and therefore, they're not in the same position categories of your McCalls, your Creeks, those sorts of things. I just realised people could be listening to us for the first time and not have a clue who Bangers is. Bangers is Aaron Baines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> down. We've got Source Williams. If you're is Australian, Alan you know. Williams from the Sem, Sem Phoenix. Uh, Banger is Aaron Baines from Brisbane. Um, yes, we're very nickname uh, dependent here. They're, they're not our nicknames, so a not, lot of them. We do have some of our own, though, so well, no. beware. Um, so... What this does, I think uh, in the schedule podcast that we did 161 days before the start of the NBL season, which will be relaunched and be in your feed at the moment, there was going to be a segment called Benny's Perfect Pairs. So, Mm. look, I've just taken it on board now because uh, we do have Benny's Perfect Pairs, but I want to demonstrate how because of this extra flexibility in the positioning, this opens up a whole lot of strategic questions, I think. So... I think we need to break the schedule up and look at the first seven weeks. Round seven, everyone has singles. And in those weeks, here are my perfect pairings. So, um, Illawarra Hawks has the worst schedule behind Cairns and New Zealand, but they have perfect doubles coverage with South East Melbourne Phoenix. So, potentially Creek and Oldbridge or Gary Clark if you want access to them. Sydney and Melbourne, perfect doubles coverage, and they only have one week of overlap with both teams having the double in round four. Huck Porty and Jordan Hunter, perhaps Jonah Bolden, might be able to be a perfect pair in your centre position. Um, just broadly on the centre position, I just want to stop there, actually. we Now that we have just... We used to have the six-man. That was just an auto centre position, yep, I much. felt like. Because um, yep. the former scoring, which we'll just discuss in one of the other pods was very favourable to centres. Yep, um, because of rebounds. Because of rebound and the ease of getting those double-doubles yep. um, through rebounding. So yep. um, I think that how you manage your centres, looking for that perfect pair is going to be extra valuable. It's only two spots that are centre-eligible and having that and not having to use trades there could be a good strategy. Great point. Melbourne and South East Melbourne have perfect doubles coverage and they overlap in two rounds, being rounds one and four. If you want to look elsewhere, Adelaide and Brisbane give full doubles coverage and only one round of overlap. Southeast Melbourne also pair with Brisbane, 
but overlapping rounds two and six. So if you want Bannon or Zakarski potentially uh, look at Adelaide or South East Melbourne. So I've generally detailed scenarios here that have given full doubles coverage, only using two teams. Mm. Fellas, we have four guard positions, four forward spots. So we could have perfect quads. What I think this will do is it's going to potentially make it easier than ever to have full doubles coverage. And given we have two trades per week and trade boosts, I think that maybe this, I've just said it, we can lock away the centres and even lock your forwards and then use your trades somewhere else. That's where my mind goes to straight away, to have one particular area where you're using your trades and have good coverage elsewhere. But what other possibilities do we think this open up, fellas, given it could potentially be easier to get your doubles coverage, put you on the spot. I love the point that you raised firstly, Benny, around the centres. Like, because we only get the two trades per week and then we've got the trade boost on top of that, like, as you use the example, you could literally lock away your centres and not have to trade your centre position in the first seven rounds. That That's an ideal situation. You could start with the undervalued players in Huck Porty, Melbourne have a great schedule, Geordie Hunter slash Jonah Bolden, and not have to use any of your trades on those centre positions starting on the court or bench-wise in those first seven rounds. So that's that's a great pickup. Thank you. One thing it, uh, it, that I'm going to throw up here is there's, there's players that are kind of new to this game that haven't played NBL, fantasy or whatever before, and now we're super coach. In the other super coach games, I'm thinking AFL mostly here. For example, if you want to let's, – let's, let's join sort of two dots together. Centers, let's say kind of the ruckman of the AFL almost – in AFL Super Coach, you basically write off one of your ruck bench spots because you get two uh, as as a nobody, and you get the cheapest centre possible, one of the cheapest centres possible. As in, there's a bunch of rookie guys that are worth nothing. Chuck them in there, get zeros every week for the rest of the season. You don't give a you don't give a hoots. NBL Super Coach is different. Your bench players matter. All five, two guards, two forwards, and a centre all score 50% of their points. So you cannot write off a position or you do it at your detriment, basically. If you're going to be getting zeros on there, like let's say, for example, in previous years, you might have had zeros from, let's say, Junior Madut on your bench. You don't want those this year. You want to make sure that you're getting scoring all over the place. I'm now understanding Bordy's AFL super coach oh, ranking. No, I think it's yes. good. I think, I think it's a great point that you make. I think I'm going to recall... The segment Benny's perfect pairs of playable players, um, <laughs> because if you c- that's the goal. What well, is if you, you get want, you per- want them all playable? You want yeah. them all playable on the double as a starter, almost. Yeah. Agreed, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, so you ne- you really cannot ignore any of your bench spots. I I think that's my theory anyway. Yep. Um, you need to have almost ten because uh, you got five starters and five bench players. You almost need ten playable players. Almost okay. You can probably. Maybe go without one on your bench. Maybe maybe tops one guard and one forward that are you know not scoring that well. Um, depending on what sort of strategy you want to play with, but you're right in the general sense. But yeah. I also think you're right based on the schedule we have this season. It's a lot more of a spread schedule. It is spread, yep. There's no triples. There's doubles, which are a lot more spread out than previous seasons. So I think that that is an absolute valid point generally, but also based on the schedule. We're looking at this season. It's different to prior seasons. In the schedule podcast that I was recently re-released, Bordy talks about DJ Hogue. And if we had have started with DJ Hogue last season, without, everyone was off him because he had a poor schedule. Yep. I think of a player like Gary Clark yep. this season. 
from Illawarra who has a very poor starting schedule. Mm-hmm. But if you've got three other players in that position to cover your starting two spots, I think that is a game changer this season. I think we can just get good players and hold them through poor schedules, particularly with Banksy's point that everyone kind of has a bad schedule. There's no great run apart from Cairns from round five onwards. Um, so that's something else to keep in mind, I think. My theory, and it's different to you guys probably as I know, is you can actually play the zeros, the two teams that have zeros. I think you can play players from the start with those zeros even though they've got the bad schedule because you've got two trades a week to get those guys out for those zeros if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I think because of I half agree how it all plays out, um, look, they've both got pretty bad schedules around that as well, and being Cairns and New Zealand. Um, but I think it's almost doable if you can get them out. Um, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd do it for New Zealand. No, I don't think so. With the singles, yeah, yeah. One, we're kind of crossover bringing pods here, but the singles mean that they won't change price. Yep, correct. To what? Till round five. Bang on. Yep. So New Zealand, no, but I half agree because it. This is where I wanted to finish this pod, and that's going to be the, one of the bigger strategical questions, I think. I don't know if that's a word, strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a word. Strategic is a word. I said strategical. Yeah. Uh, Taryn Armstrong, $69,000 on your bench. Very, very high. Heard in the intro song, we think he's going to the moon. Mm-hmm. Love to see what that role is going to be. But if you can – he's almost season-long keeper material if the role is there and you can put up with having him – through those donuts, through those couple of weeks, losing 50%. I don't even think you need to potentially trade him out. But with Cairns, guys, I agree. If they fit your structure to be playing in round two, your two trades, your trade boost, we can use all that sort of thing here. But I just still don't think we can play New Zealand. And also on that point, Benny, in that example, he's going to have one increase between the start of the season and round five. Yes, that's fine. So you can definitely just jump on later. That is a valid strategy. But it's going to cost you – if you want to start with him for the one increase, it's going to cost you a trade-in and a trade-out. I like the fact that when you're structuring your initial side, having a $69,000 point guard means what you can do with the rest of your money Mm -hmm. is very, very interesting and we will have plenty more to say about that. But I think that that's good. Bordy, wrap Beautiful. As always, you can find us on the socials. We're at Beeble underscore blokes on X. We are on Facebook, Basketball Blokes, and also www.basketballblokes.com. Number one information source for NBL Supercoach. Get around it. G'day there, it's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McVeigh Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon. 